0: All right, baby, we're back. In, oh, dude, I forgot. You forgot. I forgot. No, this is, this is I, really, I want to start the show out by doing this because um, this is a thing that I feel very, very good about. How good is it? So just hold tight. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll be back in two seconds
1: i guess he's going to write down the word fargot in his new dictionary of words that are made up only by alan <laughs> yeah
2: is he giving us a present i guess so i hope What's so he gonna give you i hope he gives me a, a happy birthday card with the 20 bill in it like he did for laura that one year
1: that'd be awesome <laughs> not sign though can't do it <laughs> no, can't don't do it. sign
2: it yeah exactly you got a surprise for us alan Thank you. Is that a white claw? It's a Peter Pit. It's a Peter Pit Mofo. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> really? You guys got Peter Pit? <laughs> yeah, you don't bro. like Damn. raps.
0: If you weren't if you were back where you belonged, which is in Spoke Compton, dude, you would have been able to have a little bit of and I got your favorite flavor. Chicken Caesar, son. You did, yeah, boy. He is dude. mildly spiting you Steve right now. Take, we don't eat the whole thing, but take a bite. This podcast is called How Good's This, but I'm, uh, I'm pissed. Yeah, dude. I told you, How Good's <laughs> This, Steve. Hey, Steve, How Good's This, bro?
1: It's gonna be delicious. Oh, <laughs> Damn. And then you can dude, sync the audio. Kind of this you one
0: guys too. get? We'll Talk do, me we'll through it, down dude. Down for the bite. Okay. Three, two, one.
2: Oh my my god. God, talk to me about the sauces you chose. Mm. What did you guys get? I need to be (laughs) Come on, dude. That's the best I've ever had. You guys are giving me a bone daddy, dude.
0: mm. For the folks listening. When Julian was living in Spokane, which is where our studio is, they started putting in a pita pit right down the road from the studio. Peter Pit is Julian's favorite place to Like, I literally, it would be favorite his favorite restaurant. Desert Island restaurant. Yeah. yeah. If he could choose between, again, the French Laundry, Ruth's Chris, and Peter Pitt, he'd go Peter Pitt 100, 100 times out of 100 times. adult
1: Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs>
0: I'm so dude, happy I, that Steve's in the same room as me that I can same, see. Like, dude. this is so much better.
1: Whatever, dude. I'm just mad at myself. I promised that myself I wouldn't talk to you until you paid me my money for wiping your dog's ass <laughs> for six weeks, and <laughs> oh, yeah, I, 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 oh, I caved. I caved oh, over a
2: simple pita. A God, pita, you though. had to it's wipe a good
0: Ricky's. Pita, though. I do owe oh, him. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me.
2: Oh, um, wow, dude, Alan. Yeah, you owe him a couple pita pits, dude, at least or lifetime supply.
0: Yeah, dude. This last night, woke up in the middle of the night because. Um, chunk was you know those little door stopper things i don't i think they're
1: called yeah they're a door stopper
0: he was hitting it with his paw like three in the morning i'm like oh this is serious take him outside bro he mud pied the whole lawn
1: (laughs) you don't have a lawn
0: Yeah, it's not a lawn. It's like a dirt (laughs) patch.
1: He mud-pied the (laughs) mud-pile?
0: He did, dude. I had to go sweep it up this morning, and I was like, geez, man, what is...
2: Yikes, dude. Things getting dark. Steve, you you dealt with that for four months, huh? No, I dealt with that, luckily, only for about six weeks. You had to wipe the dog's dogs. bum-bums? Just
1: just Ricky, because she has that little pocket, and she got to clean it out. she get infected.
2: I mean, God bless her, man, but that is such an what a wild thing to have to do to your dog! She I guess you have to do couch. it for babies when they're born. <laughs> you do, you do. But wow!
0: Oh, dude, how good's this this morning? We've been trying to potty train Rudy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So we just like let him run around naked,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. then, and he's been going peeing in the toilet, like father, like son. Hasn't been figuring out the pooping ritual yet. Not yet. Just solid log, dude, right on the stairs. Nice, this morning. good boy. And he goes, "I did big poop."
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was
0: like, yeah, you did, buddy. Oh man, wow. that's awesome. It was quite funny. Wow. It, it, it was as big as an iPhone. Rudy, duty.
2: He's basically a teenager now, dude. It was an iPhone? Yeah. Was it flat? It wasn't flat. no okay. Length, good length. That wise. would be. It wasn't good. concerning. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, geez.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like somebody stepped on this. <laughs> Jules,
2: how are you, baby? Back yeah, in the old good, New man. York, dude. Back in the New York studio, man, it's a scorching ninety-eight degrees in yeah. the shade, real hot. Oh yeah, in the shade. You guys know that song? UB40. I don't know if that's t- the truth, but <laughs> I like that one. UB40. I don't know dude. that
0: song, but it what? was. Yeah, let me calculate it real quick. That was hundred and seven BPM. Nice. Thanks.
2: You did right that, on. dude. <laughs> You you're you're like um you're like pitch perfect, but for BPMs, your yeah, BPM no, perfect. No, I'm a human metronome. I'm
0: a human metronome. I can't pitch. I'm worthless on. But is that true? Like your heartbeat right now, it's it's pumping at about a thirty two. Oh, that's not good, <laughs> that's damn not dude. Good, that's not good. You might die, out, dude. You might have long COVID.
2: Jeez, dude. It's honestly so hot here, man. It's and it's so muggy. Like I went out to. um to dinner with my friend yesterday and he like he, he he really wanted to sit outside so that he could just like look at all the beautiful people walking by mm. and i could not stop sweating the entire time i was like like drenching in sweat the whole entire meal it was absolutely terrible is but, he uh, by what's that is your friend by <laughs> no he's married but his wife was away for the weekend so he just wanted <laughs> to see beautiful people <laughs> <laughs> He hey was man, just, he, he it, was it's it so him. funny, man. he's just like so obvious. Just like he would just like look down, like watch them come, and I'd like see his eyes start like locking in on somebody, and then they'd pass by and he'd just whole head would turn completely around and he'd just like stare the whole entire I'm like, bro, you're so obvious. He's like, I don't fucking care, man. I'm <laughs> I never I never get this opportunity.
0: I got two, days. <laughs> I got two days. Is there a is there a chance that um he was wearing sunglasses? To like at Not least even hide close, his eyeline.
2: No, he didn't care, dude. He was no sunnies. Just,
0: no
1: sunnies. I wish he was, but he just was more obvious. <laughs> he was just,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, just he pulling lifts him down. Him up. yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. No way. <laughs> That's actually yeah. really funny.
2: Yeah. No, it was, it was. <laughs> he didn't have any care in the world about it. He was um uh yeah, just looking at everybody, man. And 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 it was so treacherously hot i like i couldn't breathe man we were eating mexican food too however check this out dude i we were eating mexican food and i haven't I, I haven't done this in a long time but when i was a kid i used to get shirley temples whenever i would go to mexican restaurants and i just felt the craving for one last night dude get some burritos and some shirley temples there is nothing more complimentary outside of maybe like a sierra mist and a pita pit right now what about a,
0: <laughs> what about a pita pit and a yerba mate does that work? Because mm. that's what me and Steve are loaded up with. And if mm, you were in Spokane okay. like you should be, if you were in Spokane like you should be, you'd be loaded up too.
2: I'm just Raw pissed that I'm not on eating. This, baby. <laughs> Raw dude, I love the pita pits. You got a chicken seas, dude? Chicken seas. Chicken seas? Chicken seeds All I
1: can taste is yerba mate. I don't think it's a good pairing. I wouldn't wine list chicken seas with yerba mate.
0: Oh. No.
2: <laughs> I'm
0: just trying to make Jules Joss. Isn't that your favorite pita pit? <laughs>
2: The chicken Caesar? No. Yeah. No, I like pesto, um. Right? I like the chicken. Sl- sl- I don't know how to really pronounce it. Slovaki. Sol- 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 mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Sl-Lock-y. Chicken Slovaki. That's mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, big, that's sl- a good sl-vlack-y. one, man. It's got like
2: ham chunks in it, dude. Chicken chunks in it. <sighs> Put that hot sauce on it, baby.
1: Looks like he's heating love- up and getting sweaty again. Just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, ham <laughs> chunks.
2: I am. Dude. It's so tasty. Rum tasty.
0: <clears throat> get, so What's it like being back in the
2: studio? I feel I've never seen this studio from the opposite side. It's uh, such, a cool, such a cool thing to see.
1: I know. I'm in the big boy chair, too. Dude, it's so fill, good. Filling
0: it out. So good to have you on this side of the room. That's nice of you yeah. to say. It's great.
2: It's, we, yeah.
0: This is the way the setup's got to be from now on out. We're having all three of us in the same room. Once Julian gets his butt in order and gets back to Spokane so we can do some Eppies over here, we're all yeah. in the same room. Let's get a house. Let's make, it,
2: Julian. Let's make a triangle <laughs> table. So we can just like all look at each other like a circle, like like if or just a circle table, I guess. But like so that we can all be positioned and just see each other's faces because that's the best, man. That's really the best. Not like like sitting across from each other's.
0: Getting to look at Steve right now, I just feel so much more deeply connected to him than when he was on the other side of the room. For folks listening to this, our studio is set up in a weird way where Steve was in like the cockpit, but the cockpit is like. A mile and a half away from where we're at, mm-hmm. so we could never see him. Yeah. Yeah. And so the conversation was – it's its essentially whoever you're able to see is who you're able to have a conversation with. Totally. Right.
1: So, I love being over here, too. This is super nice. I dig the vibe. I can no longer get away with taking naps during <laughs> yeah. or just f- facially just <laughs> – golfing you guys yeah, well, yeah
0: no we felt that
1: <laughs> oh you can feel it though right yeah for sure for sure <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely yeah it was radiating I know we could get up and just walk away
0: i guess i still can fuck it <laughs> you can but don't <laughs> uh, so back to the suvlaki topic jules apparently because <laughs> there's shawarma yes and suvlaki okay and they're the same exact thing but they're from different regions interesting yeah, so apparently, like, Greek cuisine from a specific part of the globe.
1: Presumably Greece?
0: No, no, no. It's like, the, it's like Gr- Gr- uh, Grecians? What's the proper term? Is it Grecian? Grecians? <laughs> <laughs> the, ancient Grecians? <laughs> the ancient Grecians? 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 <laughs> um, when they moved, right, out of Greece and started... Making souvlaki restaurants all over the globe, they started calling the same thing that was happening in Greece a different name. Ah, it was one or wow. the other. It was like shawarma was the was what they called when they moved to.
1: Isn't shawarma Indian?
0: No, shawarma's like Greece. Th- this oh right right right, donor, right. yeah yeah donor right. kebab you know right. Um, found that out in Australia the other day when I I had a string of shows in Oz and the only restaurant open after the show finished was like this souvlaki joint that was 24 hours delicious yeah it was huh. amazing.
2: amazing nice. i would go I in there and have stuff, some peronies
0: after the show and Ooh. just talk to the owner this greek guy who, he filled me in on that information
2: that's awesome dude yeah. my, my mom is actually in greece right now and i was supposed to go with her she invited me on a. A seaborne cruise, which is the company that she used to work for. And it, they're like these small ultra luxury cruises cruises that are like super, super, super nice. Um, and she's on a two-week cruise through the Greek islands. And she oh. just hit us up today and said she was in like uh, I don't know if I'm gonna pronounce this right, a Acrotiri this morning. I think you nailed it. Which which was like which is like a four which is like a four thousand year old city. Wow. And uh It was discovered in like 1967, uh, and it was a matriarchal society, and all the men were enslaved. Man, it was just like all run by women.
0: Oh my god! Pretty cool. How long ago would that have been? Do you know that?
2: Four thousand years ago.
0: Four thousand years ago, when it first started.
2: Uh, It was. I I, I suppose so. Yeah, it's a a four thousand year old city. Is what she said. She's been hitting me up with all these like interesting facts every single day, man. Just like coming in with pictures and. Fun facts about Greece: I, I'm very sad that I'm not with her right now. It's it's if, a bummer. If
0: now yeah. I don't want to make light of slavery because it's you can't really. But if I was enslaved, being enslaved by a woman, I might you know there be, might be aspects of that that I wouldn't mind.
2: I was you, you already, already are, dude.
0: I know, right? Like, kinda, <laughs> it's not slavery if you if you if you ask for it. Okay, yeah, yeah. right. right. That's like I don't know, it's something different. Whipped
2: requested servitude. There you go. (laughs) Exactly. Requested servitude. Yeah, dude, you're consenting. So, so Jules,
0: how did they... Maybe ask your mom this eventually. We might be able to fact check this on the next run. But how did they keep the men enslaved? So was it like the slave masters were women? Like women on horses with whips? How did they keep the men as slaves? Because usually, like, power, violence is what would typically...
1: No, I think manipulation control how the city is structured i mean if you looked at like again terrible thing like a slave farm a cotton farm yeah there's what like an old dude and his wife and like seven kids versus all of these in shape farmers yeah good point good point they could overtake but structurally in society their penalty would be worse
0: right but they did have there was like an enforcer typically working for those plantations right there was somebody on horseback with some some if you wanted an uprise you could right so you're saying that like essentially a good amount of that what was keeping those people enslaved was a mental conditioning
1: yeah just like you know what you would say um you know before women had the right to vote it was just men manipulating them thinking that they're not worthy of it same right. thing with you know mm-hmm. african-americans it's just the people in charge are employing those rules and then if you're raised and born into those rules that's just how it functions i feel like yeah, yeah. and i think it's awesome that women were in charge like yeah. hyenas the ladies in charge of the pack
0: right yeah lions the no same lions one. is the man yeah i guess a uh, lion but the women do all the hunting they do all
1: like, the work they do all the it's work it's crazy yeah
0: dude <laughs> that's wild <laughs>
1: The dude's yeah, essentially but... there just to father kids and fight off other dudes trying to get his ladies.
0: Right. Like he's just he's just the, the person making yeah. sure that nobody steals the lioness.
1: Exactly. But big to the point though, why am I not on that fucking cruise with your mom? Yeah, <laughs> she geez, gone, man. man what a- <laughs> she was she was
2: she was looking for people to go with her, man. Then she just went by herself. That's my mom, man. She's a little badass dude. She just she she realized that in her new retirement, she's gonna be traveling thirty percent of her life. For, for from here on oh, out, because and like mostly for free, <laughs> because I she's been a, like in the travel business her whole entire life. So pretty so, cool, man. Definitely going to try to go with her again, like probably next year. What's um, the protocol?
0: Shit. What's the current protocol for going on a cruise? Seriously? Like, do you well, have to do a, like a like a agility test or anything? I mean, I feel like <laughs> yeah. She, had, also,
2: to like, a, she what, had to run She had to run a four. Cruise, she cruise... had to run a sub five forty uh, it's out just here in, the in New York. It's in the blood. <laughs> she came out here. She, no, nah, she came out here before, um, before she went and hung out with me for the night. And, uh, that was great. And she had to get a, like a COVID test as basically just to like get out there and to travel internationally and then to get on the boat. Um, Did but she have the have to boat,
0: show vaccination proof.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, but the vote, but the boat is, only half capacity and it only holds 450 people. And, you know, Alan, because we went on a cruise before one of those Holland America ones that we went right. on, which is like 2000 people. So you can imagine like a 450 person cruise is, you know, a quarter that size is um, cruise- and it's only half capacity. So like she and it, and they're like gorgeous, man. They're like mm. super, super like just luxury lush um i've seen pictures of them i've never been on one she's invited me like three or four times and i'm stupid because i haven't gone um are the both my brothers have gone
0: are the cruise ships smaller or there's just less people on the
2: cruise ships are smaller yeah yeah um but i think that's kind of like the idea they want them to be smaller they feel like almost like a gigantic chartered yacht
0: Mm. they got a pool or a pond up there
2: Dude, they got a pool up in that place, man. Saltwater pool, saltwater pool. <laughs> we got a pond,
0: we but got a pond, pond, we got a pond will pond, be good for you. Pond will be, yeah, pool or pond, either one.
1: <laughs>
0: one of the you greatest guys, movies of all time, without question. Caddy Caddyshack. Caddyshack.
1: It's my favorite comedy of all time. Do Is you? It?
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow. Wasn't there beef? Do, do you know any history of the song or the the movie between, between between Bill
1: and Chevy? Bill and Chevy. Yeah, they hated each other since SNL. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they gotten they gotten. Yeah, Bill didn't stay. So they all stayed in like a big hotel that was kind of on the golf course. Like while they were filming, you know, like give or take, people coming in and out when they were doing their shoots. But Bill refused to stay there because him and Chevy just hated each other. Bill's like a tough Chicago guy, and Chevy's just like cocaineed out, larger than life personality, and Bill just yeah. hated him for it. Wow! So they like clashed. They got in fights at SNL, I believe, like fist fights. Wow! Oh my God,
2: dude, I would pay to see that.
1: But that that scene with them, you know, like the Kentucky bluegrass or whatever, and they're smoking the yeah the cannonball scene, right? Yeah, improv. Oh my God! Just
0: like premise, go. That'd be so hard to do that with somebody you loathed, like working. Like that might be even harder to do than like crying on set. To me personally, like Mm -hmm. to act like you like somebody when you don't Mm -hmm. or like just be funny around somebody that you hate, Mm -hmm. which must happen. Totally. Like it must happen all the time on sets.
2: uh, Imagine just being like such a powerhouse of a comedian and then meeting like somebody who's the exact same way. And you you can't I mean, I imagine both of those periods of their lives they were like at the top of their game right or was that, is that not the case because that was I mean, a they were definitely movie.
1: getting up there as far as the biggest comedians in the world
2: yeah i imagine that would create some tension i mean you're just like i'm supposed to like aren't I number one on the call sheet no like who you know it's just right. like that would be just like battling between two like very type A personalities who are just yeah. so like yeah it, I, it would I just I, imagine
1: I, Rodney Dangerfield in the middle of them just being like hey hey relax yeah
2: <laughs> hey
1: relax I, yeah I
2: think like it could go hey. it could go one or the other ways like it could go amazingly and they'd be best friends or they would be like I fucking can't stand you well
0: I, sure. I mean there's plenty of I would imagine there's plenty of gigantic comedic stars who can hang out and be fine and not be jealous of each other. Mm. I would venture to guess just by the history of hearing about it, that Chevy Chase is probably not the easiest man to work with. Right. Like from all accounts. Like even on community,
1: those guys have talked, that show community. Yeah. Joel, Joel
0: Joel McHale, which is a Seattle boy who I've met a handful of times, legend of a human. Who to me doesn't seem like the type of dude who would talk shit about somebody? Like right. no, like meeting Joel, he's happy go lucky, cool dude. Mm-hmm. I've heard him on interviews yeah. being like, "Yeah, Chevy's kind of rough to work with." <laughs> <laughs> it was like that must take quite a bit, yeah, to make somebody as sweet as that. Because totally, because naturally, like if you're a comedian, right? If you're Joel McHale, you're a comedian. Mm-hmm.
1: Chevy Chase is, like, your idol. Sure. Like, yeah, calling out an old salt like that. Yeah, like, it must
0: take so much inertia and energy to be like, yeah, man, if I'm being honest, it's he's hard, he's to, hard work to work with. with he's yeah. like an old battle axe, you know? Yeah. So, and 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 how many great stories are there about Bill Murray, like, showing up randomly and just being the coolest guy alive? Endless. Endless. We met Bill. But, I'm, well, I don't know sure if you were there, but I met Bill at that... I, um, I didn't didn't meet him, but he
1: he
2: was. Julian would have chest bumped him and he would have fallen
1: off the stage. (laughs) Yeah, well, I wanted to, man.
2: I wanted to. I wanted to, but I, uh, yeah, I felt like I can't can't go up to him. I just can't do it. Like, what am I going to say to Bill Murray? You know, like people were going up to him the whole night, and I was just like, I don't have anything good to say to this guy right now. Like, I only have good things to say, but I don't have anything like unique to say to this guy right now that's, you know, going to make, I'm just going to feel insecure and stupid and,
0: yeah, I felt and the then same chest way. I bump want- at,
2: the, at, the, at the end and get taken out by security
0: right <laughs> I just wanted to touch him because it's like you don't like you know Bill's how old is Bill 70 he's in his 70s, in his 70s. Yeah. like how many more opportunities are you going to get to touch Bill Murray yeah appropriately I hope yeah I mean it was consensual. All
2: right, <laughs> I'll just slap him it. on the butt, dude. Uh, Morgan, Morgan Freeman got Morgan Freeman played uh, three little four, three little piggies on my toes when uh, he directed me in the show Madam Secretary. That was pretty cool. I got what's to what? the
1: coolest thing I've ever Back fucking up. heard? What? Hold on, what? Yeah. God played three little piggies <laughs> with your toes? Yeah, man, he's uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <The> situation. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, the God, the man, the myth. Playing yeah, three little piggies on your fucking Yeah, I think of I think there's <laughs> been there's
2: there's been a a few a few moments in my life where I have been in like professional situations around people of his stature and I think somebody like him as well as the other people that I've had the privilege of being in the same room of kind of know the effect that they have oh, on yeah, people yeah. on especially like people in the same field as them. So like you know he, i think he knew that he although he was a director and he was being very professional this was on an episode of the show called madam secretary and i played like a navy captain who saves my 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 unit by like sacrificing myself and jumping off this like big navy boat and then like pulling us to shore and then falling into the water and going into a coma and like hitting my head and hurting myself and i go into a coma and so basically like the the early part of the scene all happens we we get into this big this big tsunami in the middle of the whatever ocean we're in. And then later on, I'm like in a in a hospital bed and I'm in a coma. And so, you know, for like six hours that day, <laughs> I was just laying in a hospital bed, like hanging out, like just wait, like waiting for shots to be set up. And he was coming around kind of like giving direction. I didn't really need anything because I'm just <laughs> – in a coma you know you don't really need to know how to act to do that (laughs) but he was so sweet man and like we had already kind of established a little bit of a relationship through like the week prior of having shot already um and he just came up to me man and like you know he was started playing little piggies on my toes man and he was just being a goofy goofball and i was like you know in my brain i was like Morgan Freeman's touching my toes, right? Like, I am so insecure about my toes as it is. But if Morgan Freeman's touching my toes, dude, I'll let that guy, like, lick my toes. I don't care what he's trying to do, man. Like, he's not gonna. But it was amazing, man. He 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 played it. And, you know, I and then, you know, at the end of it, I was like, man, Morgan Freeman's, like, I think probably, like, 82 or 83 now. And he was, you know, looking old, man. But he was... He was getting after it, man, as a director. He was out there energized, like telling people what to do. So cool, man. Like the first, the first day that we showed up to shoot, <laughs> he was like – he put us all together for like a crew meeting and he was just like, all right, guys, I want to let you all know that like I come from the school of Clint Eastwood's uh, style of filmmaking, which means we do it in one take. Now, if we have to do it in a second, we'll do it, but it's not going to make me feel happy about it. And he just like sat there and looked at all of us like, got it? It's like shit, man, like a lot of pressure in in that. But at the end of the day, he was just like a sweetheart and super nice. And, you know, like what I would hope Bill Murray would be if I'd played with his toes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How many takes did it take
2: to do your you in a coma? Oh, dude! I kept, I kept like acting, man. I kept like <laughs> flinching, trying to, trying to give some life to my coma. He's waking yeah, up. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna T-try steal to, this and, scene, like, dude. I just, I just wanted, I just wanted oh, to be. I just, I just, be my, I just needed He's my. Like, moment, Morgan, man. Morgan, I just needed my Morgan, Morgan,
0: really, let me go here, dude. Let me oh, yes. go. I'm feeling like my character needs to rise from the dead. <laughs> Morgan's just like,
1: yeah. I feel like jazz I just, hands are appropriate for this scene, Morgan. Yeah. What if I'm smoking
0: a cigarette, Morgan? <laughs> How do you awesome. not open
1: every conversation with that? Seriously. If I was at the store and they were like, oh, that'll be 150 yeah, you know, for your groceries, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, let me tell you about Morgan Freeman playing three little piggies on my toes. Ser-
0: yeah, how is that not, <laughs> like, on, like, just your profile picture on every social media thing?
2: It's on my like, Tinder Morgan page. Morgan Freeman played piggies. <laughs> I've never told you guys that? You've never, never told me that? Not the, once. The, the story preceding that story is, is cooler than than the three little piggies i mean it's just cool we were just talking about bill like touching bill murray and i was like well morgan Bro, freeman touched me so that was nice morgan
0: freeman played <laughs> three little piggies on your toes there's no story preceding it or uh, yeah, yeah never, dude it, it, every- morgan, morgan,
2: morgan morgan freeman fired my stunt double and put me in to do my stunt and then allowed me to do it and and let me do it in my one take from his clint clint Jesus Clint Eastwood school of filmmaking and, uh, Cut! Finished the day, wrapped the day, and came outside and gave me the biggest giant bear hug, and I was just like, "That's how you fucking show up and be prepared." That's my boy Julian. And he gave me this fucking giant hug and he kissed me on the forehead, and that oh, was man, like, ten awesome. times cooler. Oh, fuck
1: out
2: of here. Ten on. times cooler. I thought he was
1: gonna just have you do your own stunt because he knew you suck <laughs> at being in a coma, and he was just hoping those two <laughs> things would co- co- coincide. No, dude, I was, I was,
2: I was standing on the side, like trying to get in and do this stunt. The whole it entire would, yeah. time, like I was so eager to just go and like try to be was impressive. Like
1: Diving in the water, yeah. Well, well, well it, it wasn't. Like it, just, it was
2: just. It was just a. Something. It was just a parking lot out in like Astoria that they had like created this whole entire scene in. They had like, uh, uh, like water cannons and giant sprinkler systems and a boat that had been created that was on hydraulics to make it look like it was just like a rocking ship in the middle of a storm. Uh, so needless to say, like being on that boat and having those that like water falling down on you and cannons shooting, and then the boat moving up and down dude you 're just like you 're so into it, and i i 've <laughs> never like cared more about anything in my entire life than doing that small, tiny stunt that I had to do. I felt so in it, dude. I felt so, I, like the rain was coming down, dude. It was dark. Morgan Freeman's watching me behind on the monitor, and I'm just like, dude, I got to do this so hard. I hurt myself so bad because I'm, like, pulling this boat back up in the rain, and I'm, like, screaming at my people to come, jump down, jump down. Come on. Let's go. Get off the boat. Get off the boat. And I'm supposed to, like, slip on the dock that I'm pulling the boat back into as, as I'm trying to as it's rocking. <laughs> and I'm just like falling. Oh, I'm grabbing the rope. And I'm just like, just so, so like in this and just like indulgent of like falling over and oh my God, and getting back up and slipping. I'm like hit my chin and like scraped it and then like broke my hip and then finally fell into the water. And it was, it was crazy, man. I I like was in a lot of pain for a couple of weeks after that shoot, but he came out, a man gave me a big giant hug and said, "That's what we needed." That's so, so
1: what episode is this?
2: Uh, I we could look it up. I don't know. I it was like four years ago, five years ago. What's the name of the show, Jules? Madam Secretary. Secretary? Madam Secretary. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Streaming on all of the available <laughs> streaming, streaming anywhere you want to see it. Um, streaming
0: where you get your streamables. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that what a was story. awesome, man.
2: It was story. a, it was, it was a cool moment. Definitely. Yeah, one of the cooler, cooler acting moments for me. For well, sure. I mean,
0: like that. The, the yeah, back to the same point of why we started talking about Morgan Freeman. Like how, <clears throat> how many times are you going to interact in your lifetime with somebody like that? Like somebody who's made that big of an impact on totally, not just American culture, but like the globe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess maybe I don't know how popular those movies are in like Czechoslovakia.
1: Probably huge. I mean, not Madam Secretary, maybe, but Morgan Freeman.
0: Yeah, you think so? Absolutely. Shawshank, bro. Shawshank's great, but (laughs) I think about like like China. China makes up for about half of the population. Like, how popular is American culture in China? I don't know that.
2: I think I I think I think like like American culture. At, like, the highest level of, like, pop culture, yeah. which is people that exist in that space are Morgan Freeman, Tom Hanks, Bill Murray, yeah. people like this, Meryl Streep, other people, uh, it, it, they're, they're global sensations. Yeah, you like know, they're and, and, and now that I'm everywhere. thinking of
0: it, though, uh, I was hearing some stat about the new Fast and the Furious 9 <laughs> Sweet. They did. <laughs> Are you in it? I wish. Uh, I think it did, first week in the box office, it did like $190 million or something. And so I'm
2: wow. kind of making
0: up a number at that point, but it was over $100 million. Mm-hmm. Like 85% of it was Chinese theaters. Well, there you go. So wow. they must they must have some sort of... It's so interesting totally. how, like, I don't have any knowledge of China. Like, I don't know about... You know, like, I've never been to China. I've never... Mm -hmm. never You've never played out there? I've never played there. I had a buddy... I had a buddy who did a tour tour over there.
1: In China proper? Yeah.
0: Do you remember Christian uh, Jameson? Yes. Yeah. So, like, after... Like, right before we did our tour together and he opened, he did a tour, like, a 12-day tour in China. China.
1: In, like, China proper?
0: China proper. Yeah. He's like, bro, this... It's, like, the most wild thing ever. He goes... There's cities we toured in cities that I'd never even heard the name of. Yeah, 30 million people in them. That's wow. crazy, like wildly big country that we yeah. just have no knowledge of. We're That's like, cool. okay, where well, this Beijing, we think about like what Hong Kong. I
1: don't think Hong Kong is a part of China,
0: it is now technically, I think, because they've just kind of like strong armed them and they're like, they you have
1: like- they. I knew it was like a province of it or something. I don't know. I've been to Hong Kong, which is <clears> cool, really. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I think originally Hong Kong was like a an English settlement. Okay. Like, I think the English kind of ran it. And then they just recently were like, okay, well, we're done, like, running your country. I think I'm totally butchering this. Yeah. But now (laughs) China has, like, strong-armed them. That's what all those protests were happening in Hong Kong. Did you follow that at all? No. Yeah, there's, for,
1: like, 100 days in a row, there was Like, not being, like, a sovereign state or something Yeah, they wanted to be their own thing. Yeah.
0: And China was just like, yeah, no.
1: Mm, Interesting. Um but I'd love to go to China. I would love to. Yeah.
0: I'm sure yeah. Be, my uh muz my father-in-law has been to China a bunch of times. He's like it's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Laura yeah. Laura's parents went over there a few times cuz Jeff would do astrology. Hmm. They would talk Chinese astrology versus American astrology. Oh cool. And they fell in love with it. And that's where all the qigong stuff came from uh, yeah. and all that. They fell in love with China and the culture and the people. So Yeah it's untridden. interesting
2: man like I, I i think like just going back to the the idea of like who exists like in that in the in the space global space of of recognition um <clears throat> you might be surprised alan like how many people actually like even know you out there like you could probably maybe i don't i mean i don't know go out there well, I'm and, trying to and do think some shows about,
0: I'm, I'm trying to think about like the distribution services that my music would utilize i don't think they're available in china like you can't Right. They don't have YouTube, they don't have Facebook, too. they have a different internet. Yeah,
2: It's mm. like, so I don't know how I would get my I music. Mean, why. Why is that probably why you haven't right. done like it? I just
1: VPNed everything while I was over there from like Korea, I
0: think. Okay, yeah, and it still worked? Yeah. Okay, so I'm huh. sure if people sought it out, they could find it maybe, but it's not like, you know, the algorithms on YouTube are working in my favor to like bit get huge in China
2: yeah i found it interesting them, like man. a
1: playlist some yeah, playlist or something
0: it's so it's right. so interesting how yeah like literally a third of the world's population is china and the only perception i have of china is just like it's kind of negative like, really yeah people as oh, a communist countries well you know yeah. they're trying to take over the world so in they're spying you. on it's us like a
1: global power it's threatening. Right. So, the machismo of America, I guess.
0: Right. But, right. like, if you think about what China has done militarily in the last—I mean, obviously, I don't, wouldn't know the ins and outs of it. But, like, China doesn't drop bombs. Like, China's not going around being like, hey, guys, we kind of need some more oil. So, like, Like, but yet we're, as Americans, we're, like, the global superpower that just goes everywhere. It's just like, hey, we— what do you got that we can have? Let's just, let's drop some bombs. Let's like strong arm some people and get your resources. Yeah. But yet we're like taught and told to like, no, 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 you got to, you got to worry about China. It's like, shouldn't hmm. we be like maybe a little bit more worried about our own government?
1: Well, we should be. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Like <laughs> the fact that we're worried about China has, I heard this recently. China has one military base outside of China. Really? United States has 800. Totally. We got military bases all everywhere. over the world. We've got, uh, yeah, we're just we're the smallpox of the globe, exactly, dude. And we're like, hey, man, you better, better be worried about Iran. Yeah, B- worry about It's like, no, I think maybe we should worry about you, dude. We should worry about like the American military complex. Anyways, that's my diatribe on that. Let's go to (laughs) China.
2: Let's go to China, dude. Let's go. Um, Speaking of gigantic countries, I found a fun fact about uh, India recently in that they are actually banning all of their uh, uh, single-use plastics. As of like July oh, 1st, oh, all great. throughout the whole entire country, man, they actually have like an. In, I heard that they have an environmental ministry that's like setting up a task force to eliminate it all, which is wow. like, holy fuck, dude. Like, getting a, ta- like, it's like some, some, some serious shit, man. Like, mm-hmm. actually getting a task force to do something that doesn't seem like it's a negative thing, to like not go to war and like have to right. prevent something bad from happening. It's just interesting to like hear task force. In the same yeah, right. sentence as, like, elimination of plastic. Um, I thought that was super cool. How how are you guys doing with your plastic usage? I'm getting pretty good because I live with Steph, so she's always uh, keeping me up.
1: I mean,
0: it's
2: I try to recycle as much recyclable plastic as I can,
1: uh-huh. but, like, I carry a metal straw. I do my best yeah, to buy glass, right. like
0: stuff that's in glass or if there's, like, a st- option between glass and plastic. plastic yeah. Um, yeah. Or can like this. Yeah. But um, I'm not. I'm not super disciplined in it. I could be a lot better. Yeah. At it. Yeah. But
2: uh, what happens if it starts to be enforced out here? Like you. Like you know. If oh, you're- that'd be great. I
1: think it'd be easier for us to control if it was forced and implemented, and 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 more options. Obviously, are going to come from right. those things. Companies are going to be like, well, we can't be cheap anymore and use plastic. So, right. the accessibility of being.
2: Responsible would be easier, I think. That would right. Be awesome. Yeah. They, they were talking about how, like, the manufacturers out in India are like responsible for disposing of all of their plastic mm. single-use things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just not even accessible anymore, mm-hmm. um, which is wild. Well, that's a, what would make interesting work, transition. Because yeah.
1: the convenience of it is why it's so, so bad. It's, <clears throat> just, it's ultimately just,
2: ch- it's ultimately
0: cheaper, too. Yeah. Well, of it, course. <clears throat> I would be interested to he- see, though what the environmental effects of... Because, like, it takes some sort of combustion and energy to make plastic, right? And to, like, form plastic. Mm -hmm. It does the same to form glass. Mm -hmm. I wonder what those environmental effects would be. Mm -hmm. So, like, for a while, it was, like, when Prius first came out, it's like, oh, you got to get the... Like, it saves on gas. It's a really environmentally friendly... Machine, And then because of the hybrid battery that was in it, there was a debate as to whether or not, like, because of the cultivation of the Prius battery, like, the car is better for the environment, but the manufacturing of the car is worse for the environment than, like, a diesel truck. Mm. And so I'm curious if there's research that you can find about that. Like, what, is it, what does it take to make a glass bottle versus make a plastic
2: Right. Car? Right, right. What are the resources that go into that? What's the combustion that they utilize? What's totally? Know. I mean, like, yeah. Somebody told me once, like, you know, because Steph, Steph, who I live with and who is, you know, a sustainable living human being about about everything she does, um, you know, made some comment to me at one point about like the like utilizing tote bags instead of mm. just u- using like grocery store bags that they give you and it's well, just like well think about like all the work and labor and like water and thread and resources that go into making a tote bag and I'm like well I don't know the, I don't know the like the facts on on that I just like I'm just following what I feel like I'm supposed to follow and so it's like I don't know I feel like I'm kind of like blindly just saying yes to certain things it's that's, that's like Art that trend towards what sounds like progress. So I don't ever really know what I am doing. I am just like, all right, Steph, like lives in this world, so I am just gonna listen to her and try to be better at like I mean, the longevity of
1: a tote bag is much better than getting six. You know, like go to the grocery store and they put like your milk in one bag. That's done. You know what I mean? They never yeah. want to over. You are like, I don't need ten bags. A tote yeah, bag will right. last. Me. I have tote bags that I've had for ten years. Yeah, right. I think
0: I think the I've heard somebody say it, which was really made sense to me was um, reuse over recycle. So like even yeah, if you're like sure. I'm going to go get glass, I'm going to buy glass. Yeah. It's like, well okay, that's still single use glass. If there's a way for you to reuse things, it's mm-hmm. so much better for the system. Um totally. same with clothing, man. Like I'm such a I'm so bad when it comes to thinking of fast fashion and thinking of like you know, wearing pants i'm like i'm gonna wear these pants until i'm gonna get pants that i can wear until i'm in 50. Mm -hmm. you know like that's not me
2: wrangler jeans boy right yeah
0: but um (laughs) i think that's really uh good to consider as well like re things that you're able to reuse is so much better than anything and even recycling because ultimately like recycling to me sometimes i get not no i think it's great to do an, an attempt to do but like it's kind of the same as garbage you're just putting it in a thing and then you're like okay somebody else deal with it yeah yeah you know and you hope that it's getting recycled properly hope you, so. you know um whereas reusing it you know like no this is i'm, I'm gonna reuse this tote bag i'm gonna reuse these sh- shoes or yeah. i'm gonna donate them you know you're using this bottle from yeah. olive oil you know exactly yeah. dude well, you and just learned how I've to live like recently i've been getting that truffle olive oil son <laughs> you fancy oh I've been, I've been putting it on my last put
2: it on my toast dude <laughs> i can't wait for some avocado toast at your house when i come home daddy i i think i've had to learn probably similar to how a lot of people have learned through just like you know you shop at h&m because it's cheap you eat fast food because it's convenient and cheap and you do all these things that are like you realize is when you grow up and get a little bit maybe more money in your bank and just become a little bit more thoughtful about that stuff that like, okay, I'm actually spending more money when I shop at H&M because I'm just like buying clothes that rip and having to go back and get right. more shit and like everything just like tears off and breaks. And if you actually go spend $150 on a pair of pants rather than $36.99, mm-hmm. like they're going to last you seven years and you're going to actually like value that stuff. And so, and that's like that's such common sense for so many people and just was not for me for so long when I first moved out here Steph remembers or not when I when Steph well it existed when I first moved out here too but she remembers moving out here and being like Julian only had one pair of shoes and they were just like ripped on both sides like his pinky toes were coming out of them it's just like always just waiting till a pair of shoes just ripped and getting a new pair and then just wearing them out till they have ripped and just like you know every like five to six months and it's just like, why don't you buy a, a few pairs of nice shoes and keep them? It's gonna like end up yeah. being better value for you as it is. You're just gonna spend more now, but save more in the long run.
0: Yeah, well, and it sounds like some...
2: common sense now, but it's it, but it wasn't for me.
0: <clears throat> you have some, you have some mighty talons, though, Jules.
2: <laughs> I know. I like well, I'm the same feet. way,
0: uh, Steve. I would imagine you're the same way. We, we got some like full on feet. You yeah. know, we don't have these like little dainty. You. Know, Manicured toes. We got, like, you know. My toes aren't very aggressive. They're (laughs) not aggressive, but I'm just saying, like, you got a foot. You got a foot. I got a big foot. And my toes aren't
1: that gangly.
0: No, no, you have beautiful feet. That's (laughs) all I'm saying. I'm just saying that, like. Mine are are not listeners to know. Well, you, Jules, you have a good looking foot, too, but it's just like, it's a foot. No, I don't. His foot's been touched by God. Good. Yeah. I know. I was thinking yeah. about it. Like Morgan Freeman's just trying to harness some of your power. That's why I haven't, he was touching I haven't toes. I haven't
2: washed I haven't washed these toes since that moment. So yeah, that's why you had holes yourself. in your shoes, right?
1: Just in case you run into Morgan
0: again.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I it's funny
0: with that like considering all things, right? Recycling, reusing, being conscious, mm-hmm. taking care of your being, like you did everything you needed to do to like be centered and exist well you would need a forty eight hour day like i'm gonna yeah. go okay i'm gonna work out i'm gonna breathe i'm gonna eat i'm gonna grow food i'm gonna water the food i'm gonna take care of my house i'm gonna take care of my kids i'm gonna like the reason why some stuff just kind of like naturally go like we can't consider it is because there's so many things now in like 2021, mm. is like, well, you got to meditate for a half... I'm like, who the fuck has time to meditate for a half an hour, dude? Well,
1: the Chinese make that monks time. do.
0: Yeah, Chinese monks. Uh, <laughs> we're going, and we're you going know, to be and monks. I don't know if it's just a a <laughs> reflection a of, like, the capitalist system or just what we've been taught to appreciate in America or if it's just, like, I naturally have a tendency towards... <clears throat> I need to grow. I need things to be bigger. I need, it. I need whatever it is. It's like, there's not enough time for you, for me personally. I never feel like there's enough time for me to consider everything that I should be considering. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm just like, okay, well, a, I, gotta, a, I feel like I'm running at a thousand miles an hour constantly. Yeah, man,
2: you and I have like definitely been conditioned, especially you and I, like Steve is better at tempering that for himself, but, we're just a product of that world, man, where we just think we, like, in order to, like, be – in order to, like, earn, a uh, like, rest, we have to work our asses off to, to earn it rather than just, like, meditating for the purpose because it's good for us, you know? Yeah. It's just like, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go, do more. I got to do more. I, I mean I'm, I'm probably even worse than you are. So.
0: Well, I don't. I don't know if you're worse than me. I think that we both have a tendency towards that. Me is just like I just want to, like, I have so many things that I want to accomplish. Like, I yeah, and I guess that list never ends. I think the maybe the more things you accomplish, the more things those things turn into. Mm-hmm. Totally. totally. If that makes sense, that it's does, like yeah. Okay, I I want to accomplish like owning a house because so I owned a house. Like I have a house now. Well, owning a house just brings all of. Well, you got to keep up the lawn, and you got to keep up the roof, and you got to keep up the water, and like. So the uh, amount of time and effort it takes to own a house, then you're like, you multiply that time and effort by you're not just like paying for the house and making sure the bills are paid, but also all of the energy it takes to keep it going. Yeah, yeah, maintain. Totally maintain. Same with like running a business. You're like, God, I, and. I think about this a lot. Like, I don't know if I could ever work for anybody else. And so naturally, I'm inclined to, like, work for myself. Yeah. And when you do that and you get a business that is, is actually making money and generating income, it just opens up this swath of mm-hmm. this This is how many more things you're going to have to right. keep going. So I how many no more balls are you going to have do to that. keep up in the air, man? Lots of yeah.
2: balls. So
0: many balls.
2: Biggie Smalls said it, dude. Mo' money, mo' problems. Dude,
0: Biggie Smalls.
2: Yeah, man, it's true. I mean, I don't have a lot of money, but I feel like the more – it's not even money necessarily. It's just like – yeah, like what you're saying. The more like experience you have, the more things that you can accomplish, the farther that you can get along. It just like sets that bar for you and then you're not trying to go backwards. So you're trying to move forward from where that bar is set and then you're just like – okay, it becomes harder. you know. So it's just like, okay, like the idea that I have – been riddled with for a long time is that like okay if i get this then that and it's just not true it's like i get something i i accomplish something and then it just like it's like getting to a to a place on the mountain that you like climbed up to and then realizing that like oh shit like the climb is actually changing now like i'm i am in better shape now from climbing and getting to this point and i feel pretty good about myself but in order to get up this next thing like i actually have to like work out a certain different type of way and like and like i'm carrying a new backpack full of like even heavier weight and this is going to be even harder so it's just like and it always happens that way until you start to figure out balance i suppose what even is balance
0: or you just yeah i don't know like my tendency is to be like or you just (laughs) Have a, you know, like a bunch more resources, and therefore you, you know, for me personally, it's like the reason why I have to worry about whatever. I stained my fence the other day. It had been like un, half of my fence had been unstained for like two since I built it,
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: finally was just like, I'm get, I'm gonna get out there and stain it myself. My natural tendency is like, well, if you have more resources, you can just be like, hey. uh Carl, you come over and stain my fence, right? Never
1: again with Carl. Never again with Carl. <laughs> Crazy Carl. Can't trust Carl. Nah. Hot
0: Carl. I, so, George, I call George. Uh, come <laughs> over and stain my fence, right? But like, then you're managing people too. Like, managing <clears throat> people or managing <clears throat> money. It's like, I don't know. I think it's, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. It's like a catch 22, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It's weird.
2: Yeah. Yep. I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe not. You just got to try to help people, I suppose, with whatever it is that you're trying to do. It'll at mm. least give you some self-esteem in the process.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, a friend of mine put it, life is like swimming. That the moment you think that you don't have to swim anymore, you're, you're going to sink. Mm-hmm. All your life, regardless of your scenario, regardless of where you're at in life, how many things you have, how, many, how much money, resources, all that, you still have to swim. Yeah. And so you better figure out a stroke that's comfortable that you can keep going for the rest of your life because you, it's you're not going to start floating all of a sudden. Yeah, it's just it, you're just constantly swimming.
1: Maybe that's why I just don't have that much drive because I can float for days. <laughs> you got such big buoyancy. A, I can fall asleep in a pool.
0: <laughs> no Steve's way you can fall. One hundred percent. Really?
1: Oh yeah. You're
0: just falling like asleep that, in a sleep tank. Well, that's your stroke, dog.
1: My stroke is just floating like <laughs> a giant turd through life. No. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out.
0: Um, I wish I could float. Jules sinks like a goddamn can. Sinks hard, bone. dude.
2: Sink hard. But I can hold my breath for a long time, so I'm good, dude. I'm good.
0: Dude, I did a Wim Hof this morning. So did I. Two and a half minutes.
2: Nice, that's amazing. man. I was pretty amped on it. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, that's great, man. How, f- how awesome. long do you think you could hold
0: your breath right now, Jules.
2: I just, I did the same thing this morning. I mean, uh, it, uh, uh, it, it ebbs and flows. Some mornings are better than other mornings when I'm doing it more often. It's better obviously because I'm practicing it. But I think I've, I think I've gotten like pretty close to the three minute mark before. Um, not right now, like this morning, I think I was at like a minute and 45 seconds or something like that. Um, Sometimes it's like 45 seconds and I'm like, oh my God, oh yeah. God. <laughs> it's like, what, what, What's going on? Is there something wrong with me right now? It's, it's I noticed strange. that when I'm laying down for, for anybody who's
0: listening that doesn't know what we're talking about, there's a breathing exercise that I'm sure people have passed it down for generations, but the guy that we learned it from is this guy Wim Hof. How old is the guy Wim Hof? Uh, well, that's a good question. Is he in his, probably in his seventies now? Seventies, so
1: presumably he, like three generations, four generations.
0: Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is there's versions... I'm just, I'm just giving a shit. <laughs> there's versions of this breathing, like, I think in yogi, the yogi universe, mm. it's like breath of fire, kind of the same... Right. Like There's so a bunch principle. of... Same principle. Exactly. Practice. Which is like overloading your body with oxygen, but essentially you mm-hmm. breathe in through your nose, deep breath, 30 times in a row, and then you breathe it all out, and you hold your breath for as long as you can, but it's typically you land like around a minute 30 is what they'd say you should try to land on. Um, but sometimes you can get to like two minutes. To, uh, I've got on the, th- so you do that and then you repeat it three times. And on the third time, like you, I, mean, I swear to God, you feel high. Yeah. You breathe it all out and you're, it's, you're like floating
2: face gets all tingly
0: face gets all tingly. And then you do on the third one too. Um, What's fun to do as well, you breathe it all out and then do as many push-ups as you can. And when you finish, you finish like 25, 30 push-ups all with no air in your body. It's crazy that you can do even three push-ups. Oh, you finish that and you feel like you can piss lightning. Wow. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But, yeah, sometimes you wake up in the morning or I do it before singing. I can go a minute. 30, no problem. Other times, yeah, like 30 seconds in, I'm like, I'm gonna pass out. Totally. Yeah. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. I, I noticed that change. laying down helps. If like, cause I used to just do it sitting upright.
2: Yeah. You know, like kind
0: of concentrating like this. When I lay down flat and kind of pop prop my head up, mm-hmm. I can usually always hit like a buck thirty, a buck forty-five.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's nice, man. I've I've realized more and more, man, that like my Whatever, whatever is hindering me in my day to day life is typically a direct result of my uh, inaction of like the things that I know help, which are like the tools, like doing the morning breathing exercise and yeah. journaling and taking a cold shower. Like these things that's like, it's like, oh, have you been I asked myself, like, have you been doing these things? i'm feeling anxious i'm feeling stressed have Mm. you been doing these things no but like it doesn't matter (laughs) and then i do them like i've been doing them for the past couple days and i've been feeling good yeah and (laughs) you're you're off the you're off the sauce too right jules yeah yeah and in fact and i don't care but whatever it is what it is i actually went to my first aa meeting last night dude oh yeah how was that which was so interesting Um, did you go by yourself no, I went with a friend who's been like trying to like get me to go for a long time, and he's like, "Bro, you don't need to like define what you are or what you are not, like by any means." Like, you know, I felt really weird because I actually wanted to speak, um, and just like share because they give everybody like the that doesn't the, sound the floor. like you, <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> but but like but everybody that every everybody that does like they start out by saying like you know, hi, I'm this person, I'm an alcoholic. And I'm having like an interesting time kind of defining what it is that I am. If like, I suppose I I can easily admit to being an alcoholic, but like, I want to believe it. I want to like buy into that if I'm going to say it, Mm -hmm. especially in a room full of people who do believe it themselves. Um, So it was an interesting experience, man. Like, you know, I wasn't like, I don't know, it didn't like, change my life or resonate super hard or do anything that like, I kind of didn't expect it to do. It was just kind of like a cool, like I, and my friends really encouraging me to just like keep going back. Not because I'm tempted by drinking by any means at all. In fact, Um, more so because he's like, he's just, he's like, this is just a way, this is just another type of like morning routine situation. Like it's just going to help you be a better person. And if you practice these like steps, like they're so stigmatized you know like the, the the alcoholics anonymous any type of anonymous program has the stigma behind it it's just like oh my god you you must be like really bad you and it's just like i don't know i spent like the better part of three years not drinking at all on my own accord you know i didn't have to have any 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 program help me um and i think it's i don't know it was cool man it was it was an interesting experience and uh I don't know how to really define any of that stuff for myself. Um, but I think anybody who's, you know, considering it and having like issues with themselves and, you know, trouble with addiction or anything like that, they should certainly go out and try. Because one thing I did realize was that like those people are so welcoming and so kind Mm. and so like encouraging of like the positive growth of, of their community. Um, without question like that was something that i really did take away i was like wow man these people like just are like it's such a complete judgment-free zone which like more so than some than a place i've ever been um and i think that's really cool so we'll see man we'll see if i keep going or not not what I'm is kind the of, uh, feeling what ahead. is an what is
0: anonymous about it because don't you stand supposed up to talk and go, about I'm I'm Julian. not I'm supposed al- to tell people like
2: Yes, yeah, I'm not supposed to, to go on a public. I'm not supposed to go on a public podcast and talk about how I went to Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, like you're not. I, gonna, I don't nah, think you're that's not gonna... true. I, I I don't think that's true. I mean, like you're just not supposed to like give the details of like other people's stories. Gotcha. Or, yeah. You so know. you're allowed like, to be you're allowed to be anonymous in how you yeah. Feel.
0: Right. It's meant to be. It's but meant to be your a confidential
2: space where you don't go outside. and But like within that
0: within the group. It's not anonymous, right? Like you don't go up and make up your own name when you share, right? Like not with
1: theory, but
0: like with, I guess I don't know enough about it. Within the Alcoholics Anonymous court uh, class, uh, sem- what is it called? Seminar, I guess. Session,
1: Session? A meeting, meeting. Yeah,
0: are you guys sharing your like actual names and details and information? Well, the, yeah, yeah that's so you, so, that's,
2: so like that's from the, the, the safe space. Mm. So look, this was like my first time ever going. And honestly, like I, I don't, I don't want to like I don't want to uh, like reduce it to whatever my own opinion of it is right now by saying anything, because yeah. I think it really works for the people that are a part of it and doing great things. But, uh, you know, from my very limited understanding of what it was and also like my interest coming from a place of like wanting to learn and like expand my understanding of people, honestly, and like knowing myself a little bit more and just experiencing new things. Uh, The people like there's, there's, there will be one person who from, just from, again, my limited experience uh, who will speak uh, at, in the beginning for like 20, 25 minutes and share their story um, of like their sobriety journey. Um, And they've been like pre-selected, Um, and then after that person speaks, uh, they go through some like housekeeping things, it seemed like. And then from there, uh, they open up the floor to have like people speak for just like a few minutes and they have them on like a timer and they give them like, you know, three or four minutes and people just kind of say how they've been doing. Like, you know, they say they have like an anniversary or, you know, of sobriety or like how many days that's been for them. And it's interesting, man. It's interesting to see people vulnerable like that, you know, like to see people who like, wouldn't typically be uh, open enough to speak publicly, who feel like compelled to like have to in those moments Mm -hmm. um, and to share who are very like closed. And, you know, people even say stuff like that, you know, and it's, it's beautiful, man. It was, it was really cool. And, you know, you're not, I, I don't know. I, I, again, wasn't like, so moved that i felt like oh man i gotta keep coming back to this because this is gonna save my life but ultimately i think if you keep going and you keep practicing the tools that are offered through it it's just another way for for you to kind of grow and and get better um and i'm interested in that for sure cool so how's the craft services Oh, dude! It's fucking they have some- on point, dude. We had PF Chang's last night. Oh, no, you didn't. no, you didn't. I'm just joking. <laughs> yes.
0: Don't give me that broccoli <laughs> raw bullshit. Yeah, it's got some
2: day old donies in it, but,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> no, there. Yeah. was had
0: some sidewalk chalk. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing.
2: There was nothing that I saw last night. But I wasn't really like moving around. I felt kind of weird, man. Like I was just like, I'm new. Like I don't know the How etiquette many- of this. I don't know what i'm like doing here i kind of felt like not necessarily out of place because everybody's so welcoming but like definitely just kind of like i don't know you you kind of like when you're in that when you're in that space for the first time you kind of question like do i do i belong here like should Mm -hmm. i be here like am i I a fraud like you know so i'm just like oh fuck so i wanted to i wanted to uh speak but i didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to say hi I'm Julian and I'm an alcoholic until I like you know could say that truthfully and then my friend was like you don't have to say that like it doesn't it's not like required of you to say that when you present yourself so uh we'll see man we'll see if I go again fucking share my Morgan Freeman story of yeah, little I was piggies. Saying, I am Morgan <laughs> Morgan guys I don't want to talk about names. anything really besides the fact that you know my friends told me that I should start <laughs> with uh the fact that Morgan Freeman played three little piggies on my toes so I
0: think the I think the funniest play I think the funniest play and now granted obviously you shouldn't make light of that sort of scenario but if you went up and you're like hey I'm Julian 3 weeks ago I stopped by uh Burger King, like, just tell a story that has nothing to do with Alcoholics Anonymous. It's like, so my grandmother, like, she's German, and my father, he's he's from Poland, and they met at Oktoberfest (laughs) in 1942, and they moved to pennsylvania like then like you get 15 minutes and everybody's like what the fuck is this story about yeah. <laughs> this, this
1: has
0: nothing to do with any sort of drinking problem no and if i
2: mean I'm, and sure, I'm sure i'm sure certain in Poland,
1: people they weren't having oktoberfest
2: that's a good point yeah. <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure certain people i'm sure certain people just by like uh by feeling nervous and not knowing what to like how to speak publicly have Fallen into those traps before, but I don't. I think like if it were to be intentional, like there's, I think there's like probably a, there's like a level of tolerance and intolerance that that goes into those sessions and meetings. That like those are you know you're dealing with some alcoholics, man. They're they're like very, as as welcoming and as kind as those people are. Like they have a you know they. I'm sure there's there's a certain group of people that are like bro. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Well, like, that's quit talking part of the, about that. That's part of our time. Autonomy. That's part of the autonomy.
1: That's part of being anonymous. It's a safe space to be vulnerable and talk about your disease. If yeah. you go around telling everybody that this person had this story and this, 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 you're making light of that situation. That's a very serious thing for that person yeah. and right. their disease, mm-hmm. right? So that's important. Yeah. You know, like you go up there and just make light of someone who's struggling with disease
2: and whatever else is going on in their life. That's totally. cool. My nah. friend... My friend who I went with was – we were leaving afterwards to go grab some dinner when it was hot and I got Mexican food and was just sweating my ass off the whole time. Uh, And he was telling me that there was a bar somewhere in the city out here in New York where they will give you a free drink if you give them your chip, which is like – Awful. Oh, that's that's and he was like, he was tough. like, I don't know where it is, but like, I I seriously want to go like find those people and like beat their ass because like they have oh. no idea what they're uh, doing by oh, doing that's that. That's kind of rough. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was just like, fuck that, dude. That's crazy, man. Like I don't are know. We I talking think like,
0: th- are we talking like top shelf? Top
2: shelf. Or are we dude, talking no. like like in the the stuff in the bar? <laughs> the well, dude. If, the they're, well. if they're if they're if they're yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I don't know. Probably I mean, look, if we're them. talking
0: like some, we're talking like some Casadoras, you know, like full <laughs> tilt.
2: At that point, nice they're just kind of a deal. At that there. point, at that point, they're just like taking the, the, the bar like spillage part and just like dipping, dred- drenching Jesus. it into oh, their dress. Oh, yum. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> In mean, lighter news, awful.
0: Heineken sent me my own one of those. It says Al's Bar I on saw it. that. Oh, That's really? awesome. Yeah, oh, baby. Man. Yeah. That Heineken, cool. dude, they're coming in for the clutch win, bro. Like
1: We're getting all kinds of good. Ah, we
0: partnered. What was it? Eight, nine months ago, they're still sending me like. a bunch. That was a big box of shit. Big box. I got a jacket, yeah. Heineken, my name on it.
2: Yeah, that's awesome, nice, it's tight, dude. dude. Are they still? Are, is it still zero?
0: No, it doesn't say zero. It's just Heineken. That's nice. I must be in some sort of system. Like, hey, this is the guy. He's on
2: like the Christmas card <laughs> list. Some sort of I don't system. know why
0: they sent me the box either. So they were like, it's award season. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. well, this motherfucker ain't getting no awards. <laughs> like, we all know, and maybe that's why they sent. Wear your holiday
1: jacket a, to the Grammys. Yeah,
0: just like a condolence package. <laughs> so so like, maybe we realize you didn't get
2: nominated for anything. <laughs> <laughs> here's,
1: your, time, here's your time is Your time is coming. Glow in the
2: dark star decals. <laughs> your time's coming, dude. Your time's coming. Oh yeah, baby. My time's coming, baby. I'm You're gonna ready. You're going to get a Grammy. Get a Grammy. <sighs> I'm
0: just trying to figure out what car I'm going to rent for Dude. my approach to Dude. the Grammys.
2: sprinter Bro, no questions Roll asked, up in your man. You, oh, yuck. We got to go back.
0: <laughs> we got to go back and get
2: my get my uh 1992 Toyota Camry that the engine blew up in front of Capitol Records when you got to sign your first deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: you ever heard that story, Steve?
2: Go on. So
0: <laughs> when I signed with Capitol Records, mm-hmm. Julian was living in L.A. And uh, this was, like, during, like, sad boy JP mm-hmm. times. There was, like, a six-month period where Julian was, like, just super depressed I and, like, rough to be around. I was just yeah, living, I was in LA, was yeah, not,
2: living in L.A., dude. Yeah, living in L.A.,
0: broke, like, yeah. just, like, what am I doing? You know? Yeah. Made sense. So anyways, I was like, Jules, I'm signing my record deal. And, like, I think it'd be hilarious if you... Drive me there in. He had this Toyota Camry that, like, bro, (laughs) broke down every other day. It was like somebody had stolen it and like been living out of it and like cooking meth in it. I think (laughs) I didn't get
2: a pink slip and didn't know that until I tried to sell it, and then I had a really bad time trying to do that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and and I was like, I think it'd be funny for you to like drop me off at Capitol Records in this like beat up, nasty, four different colors Toyota Camry, (laughs) and I'm gonna go sign like a major you know that's a goal in life yeah, right? yeah, yeah. it was major like your label it was like when when we first got a tour bus that was like i yeah. made it yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm done made it. Yeah. i'm done like that was like my goal when i first started playing music it Was like if i just do a tour in a tour bus that i could afford to rent yeah i win yeah totally i get nobody can tell me nothing Mm-mm, win and then when i get back they're just like oh yeah you're broke yeah <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Hey, as your business manager, I'm telling you, get back on the road. Um, so Jules, bless his heart, drives me to Capitol Records, and I go upstairs. I'm like, okay, Jules, wish me luck, man. We couldn't.
2: We couldn't be more contrasted in our lifestyles at that moment.
0: Yeah, and Jules like, good luck, man. He's pumped, right? You were stoked for me that much. I I went upstairs. I signed the deal like I'm just chest-bumping everybody, dude. (laughs) I come back downstairs, and there's a tow truck. (laughs) And Julian's Camry is hooked to the back of it, and he's... Sitting on the curb with his <laughs> head in his hands. Like, What happened, dude? He's like, my engine blew up. And, and uh, man, one time in seventh grade, I pushed my sister Edie down the stairs
1: and <laughs> landed on the dog.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that man. was that was real. Um, it's fun Trials to look and back on that laugh, but in the moment, I was like, oh, it's like, oh, look, dude, um, I'm I got. I got some chips now. I'll go buy. I'll, let me take you to uh, Shake Shack. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Dude, <laughs> was Alan up. was like, like rolled a red carpet out for, and like, as he entered the room, re- entered the building. <laughs> <laughs> the engine just like <laughs> caught flame. Like it, there, right at like the entrance. I couldn't even move the car away. Team. I was sitting out. There. He was upstairs, like, signing contracts and just fucking drinking champagne with all of his new friends. And I was sitting down just crying my, my eyes out, trying to, like, not look like a complete asshole while everybody... For, like, 30 minutes, <laughs> I was just like... I was going to call my mom, yeah. just like, I don't like LA, mom. I'm not <laughs> busy. and an this actor This is also, anymore. like,
0: this, this is long before Venmo too. So he yeah. couldn't, like, call me, like, I need a hundred bucks for a tow. It's yeah. like... It would, <laughs> Remember before Venmo, when it was like literally such a task to like yeah. get money from other people. Totally, he's like, I gotta go to the bank. That's gonna take half hour. I gotta get the tell. I gotta get my bank card. I gotta Get your you. like
2: account and routing number and like yeah, like, make What's a deposit slip for you.
1: Right? Yeah, splitting checks. Yeah. You you know? Thanks. Like, who wants airline points? I'll pay you back later. <laughs> Full circle, though. <laughs> Pay me my money.
0: I am yeah. going we to. We live in that. <laughs> <Venmo. laughs>
1: I'm going to pay you your money, and then I'm
0: just going to send you a picture of Ricky's taint. God. Yeah, It'll be clean, though. It will be spick and span. <laughs> spick and span. Yeah, that um, was a— This has been great. A, I, love a, love a, this, I love this new setup, having Stevie Baby I'm in I'm miserable. Room. It's <laughs> it's <laughs> happening from here on out. And, Jules, get your tailpipe back here to Spokane so we can all be in the same room together and enjoy having- some piano <laughs> piano. P- oh, my p- God, Dude.
2: dude. Oh my God. You, dude, you, so you're this. Yeah, this you, we're, you
0: we're we're gonna eat we're gonna eat this one out. You just uh tell tell the folks what they can expect next week.
2: Can you can you guys um at least describe what the taste is in like the most highfalutin way possible?
1: I'd give it a six out of ten for mouthfeel.
2: Hmm. Like the like the uh it'd be better warm. It'd be better warm. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I do like the fresh crispy onions. That. So the, con- the, the consistency in your mouth is kind of like, is just fine.
0: Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Nice. It's wonderful.
2: Yeah, well, uh, I'll tell you what, guys. I'm going to be there soon, and we're going to be getting this potty potty on the How Good's This Chambers of Commerce. So get yourselves ready, because we're coming in hot. Can't wait. How good's this, guys? How good's this? How good's this? Love you guys.
0: Love you too, baby. I love
2: Morgan Freeman
1: too.
2: <laughs> I do too. <laughs> okay. Oh, boo-boo, did you just make it to the end of the video? Yes, you did. Do you want to see more videos just like this one? Huh? Do you? Well, then head over to patreon.com slash liveatthelodge where you can support the How Goods This podcast as well as the entire Live at the Lodge family.
0: Yep, yeah, you're going to get exclusive merch, personalized shout-out videos. Me and Jules, we're going to show up at your house and baptize your nephew, huh? Check it out, patreon.com liveatthelodge. Live at the Lodge.